Beakers. Hello, Bonesaw. Hello, Steph. <laughs> You're listening to the iZombie podcast with Robin and Steph, a fan podcast about the CW show iZombie. My name is Robin, and this hellatus is killing me. I'm Steph, and I'm using this time to rewatch because I've completely forgotten everything that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It, uh, it's been like three months, so, you know, uh, we had this nice sizzle reel that they put out af- after the panel, or during the panel, actually, uh, at Comic-Con, and it really was a great refresher, huh? Yeah, it was like all of the the most the funniest parts of season two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So many so that's, awesome things. Yeah, so that's like the promo for the DVDs. I don't know. It was more like uh, uh, we haven't started filming season three yet. So yeah, they actually start Monday. Oh wow! Uh, if you're listening in the future, we are recording this uh, actually right after the San Diego Comic-Con 2016 uh, panel. We are not in San Diego, but we have Twitter and Facebooks and all the Tumblers, and uh, <laughs> we, uh, we're we very informed of uh, uh, what happened there. We've got news for you about what's been going on since... Uh, Season two ended. We've got uh, information from San Diego, and um, I pretty much took all the notes uh, from the panel. So, well, I cannot wait for you to tell me exactly what happened today. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's start uh, with what's been happening. Um, let's uh, let's start with politics. Uh, <laughs> politics. Oh wow, crazy. Uh, but I just wanted to mention this is actually a great tie-in. Uh, Melania Trump, right? Is that her name, Melania? I have no, I, I guess so. Mel- yeah, sure. Okay. You know what she was used did- for recently for, right? Uh, because she plagiarized uh, <laughs> Michelle Obama's speech. I mean, like, yeah, it's it's nuts. Okay, it's nuts. Like, <laughs> do they not know the internet exists? Do they not know that we would figure this out? <laughs> uh, well, it's funny because nobody seems to write their own speeches, and that's just an okay thing for everybody, I guess. Uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's common. It's kind of common knowledge, you know. Mm-hmm. Nobody writes their own speeches, especially not blue collar billionaires or their wives. <laughs> um, but. Uh, what this has to do with eyes? Uh, yeah, what does this have to do with that puppy? <laughs> the speechwriter. Her name is Meredith McIver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, the star of iZombie, of course, is Rose McIver. Yeah, but you know the conspiracy. The conspiracy is that this is a totally fictional person. Ooh, so they just kind of took a random celebrity's uh, surname and said, yeah. and just maybe another random celebrity's, uh, like Meredith Monroe. They took Meredith Monroe's first uh, name. Oh, most definitely, yes. Because yeah, they're big Dawson's <laughs> Creek fans, as are we. Um, but anyway, Rose did tweet out that she is not uh, a relative of hers uh so Ah. we're clearing that up so that's the really important news out of the way let's get all the unimportant news (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> if you've been living under a rock, uh, iZombie is not returning until mid-season. Um, <sighs> it's not coming back into the fall. It's so funny because the panel was going on and news has been tweeted out. And there were so many people like in my feed like going, what are you talking about? The, the iZombie is not returning till 2017? What? <laughs> like they were just hearing about this for the first time. Well, you know, they probably heard. But like see in 2017, they're probably like, oh, my God, that seems like so far away. Yeah. They just released like uh, promo artwork, like uh, a little brain on a, on a dinner plate and a knife and fork. And underneath it, it says like iZombie 2017. And it seems like, is iZombie going to come out in the future? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the the reason for this is that uh, mainly, basically, uh, they're doing a lot of reshuffling of what they want to do with CW. And uh, CW wants to spotlight some of their newer shows and then, of course, have their superhero lineup. They want to have, like, a DC superhero on every night of the week at 8 p.m. Um, so, you know, The Flash is in this regular place, but uh, the new show, No Tomorrow, is going to be airing after The Flash in the fall on Tuesdays. So maybe iZombie fans that are still not in the know are going to watch this and go, when are the zombies going to come out? Uh, what's happening? Um, but on a brighter side, we're, we're going to have to uh, not really, I mean, all those like long, month-long breaks we were getting just randomly, we're probably not going to have to deal with those when it comes back for season three. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like the, having the horror nap on Friday night. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to get into next. There's a... The, Sorry. No, no, it's okay. Uh, feel free to break news of your own. <laughs> but that's exactly that's exactly what's bringing up next. Uh, uh, there's rumors going around that the CW wants to continue doing their horror nights on Friday nights, um, especially after the Vampire Diaries leaves uh, their 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 season end, and they're thinking about. Uh, Either putting a new Constantine show at, in the 8 o'clock position before Supernatural, or they're going to put uh, iZombie on Friday nights at 8. So some people were worried, like, ooh, Friday nights, that's the death slot. Like, uh, to, and But to me, it's like, I don't know how many years of Smallville that I watch on Friday nights. Yeah, Friday nights, well, you know, ever since, like... Yeah, Battlestar Galactica was on Friday nights, and yeah. Dollhouse was on Friday nights. You know, Friday nights is the nerd night. Yeah, yeah. Friday nights, nobody goes out. They stay home and watch sci-fi genre television, and that is great. If your show is on Fox, that's when you have to worry. <laughs> mm-hmm. If your show's on Fox, you know that they moved it there on its way out the door. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess, uh, I'm not sure if this is going to happen in in spring 2017. I'm not sure if they're going to give the Vampire Diaries a shorter season and then start this, you know, continue it when iZombie comes back, but iZombie on Fridays, or if this is going to be something they're planning for fall 2017. And, uh, if it is, that's awesome that they're actually looking ahead and thinking, oh, well, we'll have iZombie there, you know. Just naturally thinking iZombie is going to be here for season four. That's that's great news. <laughs> so, um, uh, some other news. Uh, Netflix made a deal with the CW that their shows are going to be uh, going to Netflix within days of their season finale endings. So, mm-hmm. we're still waiting for iZombie season two to show up on American Netflix. I know the UK got season two already, like months ago. Um, another thing we're waiting for, at least I'm waiting for, is uh, my Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> iZombie Season 1 and Season 2 were put out on Blu-ray and DVD. Um, 
I ordered the Blu-ray. It's on back order. So uh, I guess I'm assuming Warner Brothers weren't expecting as many orders as they got. So oh, that's good. Uh, so that's yeah, that's good. It, it's just like oh, well, there's a demand for this. That's that's great. So unfortunately, I wanted to do a Blu-ray review this week as well, but uh, yeah, I'm kind of still waiting for it. I have some details though. Um, there are some deleted scenes, uh, 11 of them across uh, eight episodes. Uh, there's a couple of been released on, online. There's one from Africa. Did you watch any of these that I posted at all? The deleted uh, scenes? No, I did yeah. not. Um, yeah, they're kind of inconsequential, uh, at least the ones they released online. There's uh, one from Abracadaver where death obsessed Liv is like wanting to get freaky with Major, and Major is kind of just like, let's uh, let's spoon. <laughs> and uh, there's one from 50 Shades of Gray Matter, and that was the one about the uh, the poisoned librarian, and then the other librarian suspect. Uh, there's a scene with Liv and um, Clive talking to her. Um, but there is a good one. There's one from Deadbeat that uh, shows uh, Liv and Peyton putting the pieces together that uh, Major is the chaos killer and, you know, how, how like, everything is making sense. Like, oh, of course, this is why he was doing this at this time or whatever. Um, and I think it's a great example, uh, you know, seeing, like, Liv and Peyton working together. Um, the big one hasn't been released online. And I'm looking forward to seeing it on the Blu-ray. There's uh, one or two from The Whopper, maybe even three. <laughs> Um, we actually talked about this in the podcast around the same time. Uh, Rob Thomas, I think, told us in an interview that uh, um, they did film some scenes with Eva and Evan, uh, Liv's mother and brother. And uh, those scenes are actually on the DVD and the Blu-ray. They're, um, I guess uh, they Evan actually comes out to Liv and says that he's gay and doesn't know how to tell his mom. What? Yeah. And oh my gosh! Uh, and on the flip side, Liv comes out to Evan and tells her tells him that she's a zombie. <laughs> oh. So that's all. I guess not not really canon, <laughs> but if you want to see what ifs, they're on the DVD. <laughs> I mean, we just didn't. That was too much. We just didn't have time for that. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like I said, uh, that, that scene from the, from deadbeat is a great scene about, uh, Liv and Peyton working together and, uh, it's a thing to get excited about because, uh, do to do Ali Machaka is officially now a part of the main cast. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, and it was confirmed actually during the panel, a little spoiler for the panel, but, uh, um, Ali is in the main credits now. And she's on all the promo posters that they were signing. She is definitely part of the main cast. And uh, we should all rejoice. (laughs) Oh, good. Um, Some other stuff uh, that's been going on since the season finale. Um, Rose McIver, Robert Buckley, Malcolm Goodwin, and Ali Machaka all visited the writer's room while they were working. And took some pictures in there with uh, the staff. And it was nice, you know, to see the whole behind-the-scenes gang. But there was also this gigantic whiteboard in the background. <laughs> hmm <laughs> Which I know I uh, zoomed in on these pictures and was like, what can I find out about this? Um, unfortunately, it's very frustrating uh, because it's pretty blurry on those whiteboards. Um, it looks like they were, they were kind of in the middle of figuring out who Liv's dad is. Um, and only things I could really read from the whiteboard, which really aren't that spoilery. It's just like something about coaching softball, um, how he's, uh, overprotective of Peyton and also a practical joker. So (laughs) 
these are things they might they they might solidly be Liv's dad's character qualities, or they might be things like ideas they had for things to make to you know make his character you know interesting. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it was funny because there was a bit of a buzz on Twitter the day that those pictures were posted um, because Rob Thomas, of course, was like, "Oh, was there anything in the background of those?" I mean, there was another like on one side of the room was whiteboards, and then the other side of the room there were actual like cards up on the up on bulletin boards. You couldn't read any of those though. Like that, that's if you see cards in a writer's room, that's plotting out an episode. <laughs> Um, but he uh, joked that uh, no one should look at the whiteboard <laughs> on Twitter. And he actually tweeted to us and said that the most troubling thing in the photo uh, was uh, apparently there was a drink there with a uh, got weed cozy or koozie. <laughs> and he said that the cutest element in the picture, of course, was his dog, Butch, which I believe Rose was holding. So, yay. Um, all right. So there's a couple more things. Uh, Robert Buckley and Leah Michelle from Glee were a thing for a while. Whatever. That's news for the gossip gossip people, whatever. Um, but, uh, they are going to be in, uh, um, in a Hulu, uh, anthology series called Dimension 404. And this, you know, they must be just like in one episode of, you know, the whole series. So we might, you know, check that out and talk about it on one of our episodes, I'm thinking. Uh, I would love to have Hulu. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe we'll just get a free trial to watch the episode. <laughs> I probably won't be able to get a free trial. I think I've used my free trial. <laughs> well, maybe it'll be me reporting on it. I don't know. Or, I mean, uh, you know. Uh, you can go to your uncle's house and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you know they put somebody's uncle in jail the other day? Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so so they're not dating anymore? No, no. It's weird. You know, and it's funny because... Uh, I, I thought he was... I thought he was married or I thought he was expecting a child or something. I don't think any of that. I don't really know much about uh, Rob's personal life. and I don't know. It's none of my business. But um, it's funny. I noticed her her Twitter account uh, is that she's she or I don't know. She's got something automatically like retweeting stuff that he's posting. And he did. Um, I made some sort of uh, announcement. You're like, oh, yeah. Backtrack. Ba, 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 ba. Rob uh, Robert Buckley had tweeted to Funko and said, "Hey, my name is Robert Buckley. Um, I know you have some iZombie pops coming out. Could you tweet me?" And so I got kind of excited about this and uh, posted like, "Yes, pops for the entire cast. Pops for Rob, Diane, and Dan. You know the people behind the scenes too. You know." Mm-hmm. And so I he must have liked that, and he he retweeted me. And uh, and then Leah Michelle retweeted me. <laughs> like, I, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I don't know if that's an automatic thing she had going or what or what the reason was behind that. But uh, I like to think that Leah Michelle's out there. She's a listener, and uh, you know they're just they're good friends. That's that's basically the gossip story that I read was that you know they broke up, but they're really still good friends. But you know whatever, it's none of our business. Um, did you want? Did you have anything more to say? No, no. <laughs> Uh, like I said, uh, Funko Pop Lives are uh, coming out. There's one SDCC exclusive. It's uh, it's also being sold at Hot Topic. It's a live in some sort of cat suit, <laughs> which uh, you know, it's. I love the fact that 
Liv has her own pop, but this is an outfit that she wore in one of the first promos for iZombie. Like, you know how, like, the, they'll show, like, a scene and then they'll show the actual actors on some sort of soundstage, like, posing and stuff, you know, the CW uh-huh. kind of thing? Well, this is an outfit that she was wearing in one of those posy shots. It wasn't actually from the show at all. So it's, I, I kind of, like, go, I look at it, I'm like, it's the CW cat suit live. <laughs> like, we need real live. Uh, and, and fortunately, there uh, look like, according to a leaked picture, there are two more lives that they're planning to release in the future. Um, haven't really been announced yet, but uh, they're both actual Liv wearing her lab coats. One has her in, like, spattered glasses and, like, a has, like, a, a, a saw in her hand or something. And the other one is just, you know, your typical brain and hot sauce uh, Liv. So I think I'll be getting one or both of those. <laughs> Um, do you like, do you like getting Funko Pops? I do. And then I have like Funko Pop regret because (laughs) I'm like, that was such a waste of money. What am I going to do with this? Where am I going to put it? I know. I ended up getting like a bunch of them and then po- and then just posing them all over my office desk where I'm like, this is cool. This is geeky. I love it. I love being like geeky. But then I'm like also an introvert. Imagine that a podcaster hits an introvert. Um, so people will come by my desk and like play with them and stuff. And I'm like, uh, this is actually attracting people to my desk and I just don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> So now I'm like, you know, I have maybe like two of them. I have a murder in a scully and then I have the rest in a drawer. (laughs) Yeah. See, I don't have a desk. Like today we were talking about things, nerdy things. We were talking about Comic-Con. We were talking about Star Star Wars, about how that's really not nerdy because so many normal people and – are into Star Wars that are <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> anyway, so they're saying, this girl said, yeah, there are, there are a lot nerdier things than that. And I was thinking, yes, somebody that podcasts, somebody that podcasts. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. That's true. Don't tell anyone. I'm not going to tell anybody. <laughs> Yeah, actually, my my uh, my youngest was talking about seeing a zombie recently, and my father in law immediately chipped in, it, you know, chimed in, and was like, "Is that your daddy? Your daddy show you something?" Because <laughs> you scare the kids with your scary TV shows. No, it's because every once in a while he, hear, he hears me mumble something like, "Yeah, I've got to go do my zombie podcast," and he's like, <laughs> "All right, all right." Uh, couple more bits of news before we get to the SCCCCCCC stuff. Um, there are huge, huge rumors that Jen Morrison might be guesting on iZombie. Who's Jen Morrison? Jen Morrison. Are you talking about... Hmm. Oh, Emma? Jennifer Morrison. From, from What's Upon a Time and from Dawson's Creek. And from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> from a very... Uh, very memorable role on Dawson's Creek. Um, and also... If you say so. <laughs> and from House. House, of course. A lot of people where... know her from House. Oh, God. That's where I first fell in love with her. Cameron. Oh, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, she is, of course, like, super besties with Rose McIver, uh, IRL. And, oh. Uh, and there was a kind of a big, uh, um, like, like a ooh, like, mumble amongst fans when people noticed that she started following the iZombie Writers Room account. And uh, then uh, they, they mentioned something 
something about like possibly having uh, some guest stars on and she tweeted to them openly if Liv ever needs a zombie sister call me seriously hashtag, oh hashtag Mick Morrison <laughs> so that would be awesome um and uh, last bit of uh, news before the big stuff. Uh, I, it's just our own personal house housekeeping business. Uh, I actually updated the website recently. Oh, uh, yeah, you can find good for you. Um I feel like the show is just getting bigger and bigger and that there may be people that are coming to our podcast to, you know, to learn more about iZombie and, you know, become part of the fandom more or whatever. Um, so uh, if you're new to the show and you just kind of, or, you know, maybe you joined at the beginning of season two or something and you haven't really heard all of our episodes and, you know, there's so many that you might not want to sift through them all. I've actually arranged the website in um, on with different tabs that you can go through and um, you can see the bonus episodes under their own tabs. So um, what I would suggest, if you haven't uh, uh, listened to all uh, the interviews that uh, we've done, um, they are under their own tab interviews. You can click on it and listen to it right on the website if you want to. We'll talk about a nerd. <laughs> Spending your free time organizing the it's, podcast. It's WordPress. It took about 20 minutes. <laughs> All right, let's get into the San Diego Comic-Con 2016 news. What do you say? All right, I can't wait to hear what's going on. All right. So yeah. many thousands of miles away. <laughs> we can't be there. <laughs> I, I, of course, posted the usual uh, San Diego Comic-Con tweet uh, picture that I like to I like to tweet out. Um, and it's it's pretty famous to be put out there by um, folks who uh, comic-can't or those who may be a part of the BitterCon. Um, and it's that, that's the image of Ariel looking at uh, Whisper yes. at a San Diego Comic-Con sign. It says, yes. I want to be where the people are. Yes. <laughs> All right, here we go. Robert Buckley wasn't... Uh-huh. What? Nope. <laughs> Apparently, he had to skip this event, uh, skip this year, to go to a One Tree Hill event in what? Wilmington, North Carolina, apparently really? sort of get together reunion performance of some sort at a comedy club that involves one of the cast members having a birthday or something. Okay, uh, I have no idea. So, well, I I admire his dedication to his former castmates. Yeah, and you know yeah. how, how many you know. He's going to have to field some, you know, the usual questions like, what brain would you eat, you know, or <laughs> stuff would you, that we'd ask. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So the rest of the cast we're talking about here, uh, we're talking about Rose. We're talking about David, Malcolm, Allie. Um, have I missed anybody else? Uh, oh, of course. Ralph. Ravi. Yeah. Uh, they all uh, showed up Thursday night to uh, be a part of this thing that they were a part of last year. I didn't really report on because I don't know anything about it, but it's the MTV Fandom Awards. Do you know anything about this? No. It's like the online People's Choice Awards for like MTV watchers. Um, people can uh, click in their votes and vote for their favorite thing and then whatever, whoever wins, whatever. When in, you know, there's like fandom awards. Um, anyway, last year, which we did not make a big enough fuss about, but apparently iZombie won uh, Best New Fandom um, at the 2015 well. <laughs> yeah, MTV Fandom Awards. 
Um, so Rose, David, Raul, Malcolm, and Allie got to present the award to the best new fandom of 2016. Okay, what was it? I want to make you guess. <laughs> Here are your choice. Here are the nominees for best new fandom of 2016. Here we go. Scream, Shadowhunters, Suicide Squad, Jessica Jones, Mr. Robot, Hamilton. <laughs> what? Who do you think won out of those very strange <laughs> nominations? Who do you think won the best? Okay, so first of all, I was only I was expecting television. I wasn't expecting yeah. theater oh, and movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Scream uh, is an MTV show. Shadowhunters is a like a, what do they call a it? A Siffy show. Oh, was it? It's not a Siffy show. Freeform. Freeform. Okay. Suicide Squad is a movie that hasn't come out yet. Jessica Jones, Netflix, Mr. Robot USA, and Hamilton, of course, is history. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, there's a musical, right? <laughs> uh, okay. When you said Shadowhunters, I said, "Well, obviously, it's Shadowhunters." Why is that? But then. But then all this other crap started. You started mentioning all this other stuff. <laughs> okay, so Scream. I want to say Scream because it's MTV. Okay. But it's like s- season two of. Okay, so maybe. Okay, maybe Scream. Mm. And Shadowhunters because it's a genre. Yeah, it's based on the Mortal Instruments books. That we got movies of, didn't we? We got like one movie. Um, Hamilton, that's kind of bizarre. And Suicide Squad. You're gonna have to make a choice. The people are waiting to hear. <laughs> My choice is Scream. No, oh, you should have went by your first instinct. It was Shadowhunter. Oh, okay. I'm like out of those like six nominees, <laughs> the one thing I've never even I've I have never even heard of is Shadowhunter. I've heard yeah, of okay. But, but I was like Hamilton didn't win that award. <laughs> well, I feel like they gave it to whoever showed up and was there. <laughs> To be fair, I have not even seen uh, anything from Shadowhunters, so this, it might be an awesome show. People like Shadowhunters probably are like uh, a zombie show with like a, they solve crimes. <laughs> that sounds lame. All right, so <laughs> moving on, uh, the WB are we're, are promoting uh, all their shows on the Comic Con bags. Those famous giant Comic Con bags. Yes. Uh, and that includes an awesome iZombie bag. Uh, I wish I had one. I know, me too. They make great beach bags. <sighs> um, but we did, like I said, that that new logo. We got that from it, um, and I actually been posted that all over the place. Um, and just so you know, the buzz around iZombie today got uh, iZombie trending at number three on Twitter today. Oh, really? Yay! Yeah, totally. All right, so. Um, so today, uh, you know, they did their whole rewards thing and hung out last night. So today they, uh, had a signing, uh, earlier at the Warner Brothers booth. And, uh, like I said, Ali is on all those promotional photos and they're signing that. And, uh, there's this, um, I, I, I posted this 15 minute video in our Facebook group. And it's so funny that these people from Warner Brothers, or maybe it's Comic-Con or somebody, they're like taking these long videos, just kind of like walking around the booths where people are signing. And it's so awkward. Like, cause you know, these actors are like, I'm so tired and hot and I'm hungry. And I got to sign like a hundred million things and be nice to like a thousand people walking or like a hundred, you know, 500 people coming through whatever. Um, but I got to say, 
say, just watching the iZombie video, um, uh, that our our cast are super nice to everybody. Uh, nobody seemed to be tired at all. Um, and, like, Rose, she was actually speaking in sign language with a fan. Wow. <laughs> our multi-talented Rose McCutt. Yeah, um, yeah, of course she was. So of I- course. And she probably, like, saved... Uh, a bunch of kittens on the way there, you know. <laughs> She's awesome. Uh, <laughs> She's awesome. <laughs> and, you know, there's so many, like, moms and little girls that showed up and are, like, they're all starstruck talking to Rose and stuff. And Rose actually, like, you, like, watch this video for a while. And she she honestly, like, gives eye contact. She thanks everybody for watching the show. And then she, like, even drops a little compliment, like, oh, I love your hair or I love that shirt or, you know, something like that. Just to kind of have like a connection with them as they're going through. I think it's, you know, it's obviously deliberate because you, you know, you want to do good PR for your show, but it's also like something she doesn't even need to do. <laughs> She's the star yeah. of a CW show. Who cares? You know, but <clears throat> that shows how, how much of a nice person she is. And like I said, the sign language thing is what won me over. I was like, she's sitting there doing sign language with somebody. And uh, I even tweeted out, she's signing and a signing. Uh, <laughs> that's a joke. All right, so um, there were some interviews. I got some facts from the interviews. Uh, gosh, my notes are really terrible for this because this, these were all compiled in the last like couple hours. So I'm just going to throw out random facts to you, okay? Okay, good. So uh, Rose thinks that uh, they're um, the the gang is more like a Scooby gang this year because mm-hmm. uh, they, they, they said something that they said in several interviews, which is Baba knows <laughs> Clive Baba knows now. <laughs> uh, and uh, Blaine saved Peyton. So he's more of like a good guy in this, in this coming season. Uh, so this, they have this whole like Scooby gang uh, element to them. They all kind of get along and there's no sort of secrets. Um, the next thing, episode two, uh, episode two is going to be your typical Diane Ruggiero Wright episode where, um, it's so freaking hilarious and brilliant. I I just cannot wait. Let me tell you why. (laughs) This is what they said. Uh, live and major eat brains, uh, together. They're complementary brains. One, two different brains. Uh, it's a father and a daughter. Liv eats it's the father's what? brain and Major eats the daughter's brain. So throughout the episode, Liv is acting like a dad and Major is acting like a belligerent teenage girl. <laughs> I cannot wait to see this episode. If you think Zombie Bro is hilarious, this is going to be epic. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because, yeah, it's... It's time that they step it up a notch. Yeah, right. And that sounds like they're taking it to another level. Totally. You know, we start introducing more zombies. You've got to do this stuff. And we were, we've been talking about like in season one, like why, why is, uh, you know, why is Chief not having uh, certain personality things or, um, you know, any of the other zombies? Um, so now at least they're going to start acknowledging Major having these. Uh, Diane is still trying to get Rob to do a hockey brains episode, a hockey goon uh, brain. And she says usually she does the penultimate episode too for the season. So she's hoping the penultimate episode will be ho- her hockey brains. She's been pushing I wonder why hockey. I don't know. She's just I wonder like, why hockey. Doing like a hockey goon. Live as a hockey goon. 
Um, okay, so Allie and Raul were asked a lot about, you know, perhaps turning zombie eventually or whatever, and she and they both said that some characters just need to stay human the entire time. You have to have some sort of entry point for people who are watching, and you know, turning everybody into a zombie, there's no reverse to that. Yeah. So, uh, just so you know, they, uh, they're at Comic-Con today, and they're going to be there tomorrow um, and taking off on a plane mid-morning. But uh, they go right to work on Monday. They start filming Monday. So, I'm, you know, going to be sitting on my Twitter waiting for, you know... Picks and... and be posting yeah. Pics. Malcolm is great with that, too. Um, so, uh, they were asked, any brains that you've seen walking around Comic-Con that you want to eat? Rose said she wants Cena's. David Andrews says Stan Lee. Uh, Allie said Jon Snow. <laughs> uh, Raul said Kylo Ren. And Malcolm said John Stamos. He actually saw John Stamos, <laughs> the real John Stamos, and wants to eat his brain. And David said... Wait, is John Stamos at Comic-Con? Apparently. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Thank God we're not there. <laughs> Whoa. John Stamos pushed you over the edge. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't imagine. Why is he there? I don't know. Maybe to promote. I don't know. What is he in? He's, he was, he's not on that. Well, you know. Anymore. Maybe he's just. Yeah, that function. Oh, Lord. <laughs> anyway, David said, I know, John, you don't want to eat that brain. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Rose was asked, how torn is Liv about working with Fillmore Graves? Of course, that's Vivian's group. Um, she says, I feel Liv is very conflicted. I feel like Liv is wisening up. Um, Rob Thomas says, Vivian doesn't fit the traditional big bad role. And that Liv has an ethical dilemma ahead of her. Especially when, um, quote, uh, when the humans come to kill us, whose side will you be on? Which is interesting. Is it, am I in my panel notes already? <laughs> Sounds like it. Sounds like it. <laughs> This has been a blur of an evening. Okay. Uh, Blaine is a tad more heroic now than before. Um, David Andrews says he appreciates the nuance, but misses old Blaine. He says new Blaine is castrating. Interesting. Mm. Um, Rob Thomas says they know how the season is going to end and they're going to work backwards from there for the season. And, uh, he really tries to keep every season to be a self-contained story and plan everything ahead of time. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Of course, you know, when you don't, you discover that your episode count is not as much as you were hoping that kind of screws things up. That's my own side note. Um, Rose would love Major and Liv to work out, but feels there are bigger fish to fry. And uh, Rose was promised that whomever Liv dates next, next, Major or anybody else, they're not going to be killed. <laughs> she said she was getting concerned. She was starting to feel like a black widow. And uh, David Anders joked, Liv's a great lay if you're into dying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ali Machaka was a uh, question about the whole love triangle thing between Ravi and Blaine. And Ali said that she likes them with both. Uh, she's even jokes that what if she can just be with both of them at the same time? <laughs> and Raul says, whatever gets me working with David and Ali makes me happy. And then he was outed, I think, by Rose that uh, Raul actually cares more about the triangle than Ravi does, uh, which Raul said, I'm method. <laughs> Uh, there's going to be a little bit of a Law and Order riff uh, next year where Liv and Clive solve a case in one episode, and then in the next episode, Peyton's taken it to court. 
so that'll be interesting. Um, and yeah, they did talk about how Peyton is going to be a main cast member. She's in the opening credits. And Diane Ruggiero Wright actually joked that they had to give, get rid of Robert Buckley. Uh, no. Uh, it's kind of making a joke because he's not at the panel. Um, they started talking about dads. Raul says he wants to play, wants Ben Kingsley to play his dad, <laughs> which Diane joked that says, yeah, he's just itching to do a CW show. <laughs> uh, Rose says that she wants Bill Murray to be her dad. Um, they said that they're going to meet the girl that fired Ravi from the CDC originally. Oh yes, we really need to know more about that. Which, my God, ever since like we started talking about this, I have pictured Tina Majorino as uh, the girl that ah. that fires Robbie. It would be so perfectly Rob Thomas universe. Especially, like, now nah, they can't make turn Mac into like a girl that works at the CDC, but it'd have to be a very Mac like character. And if those who don't know what I'm talking about, definitely watch Veronica Mars. Um, there's another Clive heavy episode that's promised. Malcolm talked a bit about Dale and Clive breaking up and that he said he, he kind of cried a little bit. Um, and then he wants Bazio back on the show. Uh, season three, episode one, Robert Nepper is going to be returning as Angus Blaine's dad and that he's going to be frozen <laughs> a bit. I don't know if they're going to thaw him out or what. Um, it was asked if, if, if Liv's going to have more female friends. And Rob said, Rob Thomas says that uh, Vivian is a zombie uh, that Liv's going to be spending a lot of time with and that Vivian is going to be a mentor and that uh, she's a morally complex character, you know, and that she's going to be kind of tough and badass. But, uh, yeah, not necessarily a big bad that we're all mm-hmm. one thinking that she's going to be a big bad is not, not necessarily true. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rose actually found out today that she's going to be eating dominatrix brains. <laughs> Diane is, assures everybody that Rose is good at everything. She's going to be the best dominatrix. And that the safe word is going to be ficus. What? Where you cut out what? Sorry? You cut out. What did you oh, say? I cut out. Uh, it's, Diane says that Rose is going to be the best dominatrix and that the safe word is ficus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think somebody tweeted that it's that Diane was joking that that's actually her and her husband's safe word, but I'm not sure because I, you know, um, TMI, TMI. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> of course, did you see the picture I posted in the group? There was a picture of uh, Rose walking around the convention hall uh, with uh, Diane's bra on her head. So. <laughs> So did Diane take her bra off? I guess, or there's something going on there. Maybe they got they had to change outfits or something, and Rose got a hold of her bra. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Rob Thomas and David Anders both admit that they didn't think Blaine would live through two seasons, and David says he'd love to eat Rob's brain to find out when he's going to get killed. Um, they mentioned Mr. Boss, that he's actually going to be gone for the first part of the season, probably is going to return, but they really want to explore other places. They said that Rob says he has more exciting stories to tell. So, no Mr. Boss for a while, if ever. Hmm. Well... What are you going to do? I I can't, you know, you can't really overexpose him, you you know, just a little at a time. 
Because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to know too much about him because it would kind of ruin things. Yeah. And I don't know, you just bringing in like military contractors and stuff, you know, some sort of crime boss is kind of sweet potatoes. So. Yeah. Uh, they said that Fillmore Graves, speaking of, is going to be playing a heavy part in the new season. Lots of very big sets are being built for it. Mm. That Vivian's influence on Liv appears soon in the season. Liv strives to make sure that everyone works on their communication skills. And Rose even called it the No Secrets Club. Like, nobody's going to have secrets. Which is interesting. Because that's usually mm. how these CW shows are told. Somebody mm-hmm. has a secret. Um, Diane had to re- again reassure the crowd that Minor is okay. <laughs> oh, God. Rob, not a real dog. Rob Thomas said that the biggest complaint that they got in season two was Lowell's death in season one. <laughs> like, <people are> still <laughs> upset about it. And Diane then just told the entire audience that no, Lowell is not returning. <laughs> Uh, David Andrews apologized about his shirtless organ scene, uh, um, and they started talking about uh, Raul doing uh, a shirtless scene, and Rose suddenly joked that she wants the hashtag full frontal for Raul to uh, start trending. So hashtag full frontal for Raul. Get it, get it going. Um, they asked what shows they'd love to cross over with. Anders wants to do Game of Thrones. Allie wants to cross over with Scream Queens. Uh, Rob Thomas wants to cross over with Rick and Morty. And Rose wants to cross over with Whose Line It Is It Anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, Rob Thomas says that both Johnny Frost and Ken Marino's uh, lawyer character are sure to return for season three. Um, he also said, if Robbie finds a cure, the show is over. We're having a lot of fun playing with the memory loss, and uh, they're excited on where it's going to take us this year. So that's interesting. Uh, they were asked about their most shocking moments of season two. David said he was most shocked by old man Blaine. Uh, oh, that was great. <laughs> Raul was mostly most mostly shocked by Robbie's accidental murder moment. And... Um, uh, Rose said that she was uh, mostly shocked by Major singing. So, <laughs> and they said reasons why there are not a iZombie musical episode. Two words: Robert Buckley. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and at the uh, panel, uh, Raúl was encouraged to sing the country song that he sang in the, and apparently a scene that was cut from. Um, the country music episode that I'm blanking on. Um, apparently, he and uh, he and Rose sang "Mama Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys," which uh, Raul kind of, sort of, started to sing with a lot of urging from Diane. But uh, David Anders made up for it, and you're going to probably want to get the audio for this. Uh, I haven't gotten it yet, but I just read about it. Uh, David busted out on into some uh, Hamilton and sang. Oh! A song called "You'll Be Back," I guess. You'll be oh oh he sang as uh, King George. Okay. Um, <laughs> David actually jokes that he wants to sing the entire uh, catalog of Hamilton on the show. You know how like Blaine oh. busts out the songs. <laughs> Um, they were asked, like, actors were asked what would they eat brains with if they had to eat them. Uh, Raul said green curry, Malcolm said mac and cheese, Ali said nachos, and Rose said chili. Uh, they said Natalie's gonna be back, Major's gonna still want to find her. Uh, they were asked about their Harry Potter houses. 
Uh, Diane wants to be in Gryffindor, uh, as well as Raul and Allie and Rose. David thinks Slytherin, and Rob Thomas thinks he's a Hufflepuff. <laughs> so, whatever that means. Um, well, apparently David Andrews sings Hamilton at every convention. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Rose said that uh, she loves all the different things she learns from playing different brains, but she did not enjoy doing the racist brain. Um, she said it was a good thought exercise and made her consider what pe- makes people think that way. Um, Raul made sure to go with Rose and Allie when they were filming at the stripper club. That was another random fact. Uh, okay, so there's a couple of fan questions. Uh, fan asked if uh, Rose is ever just going to dye her hair instead of using the wig. And David Anders uh, said, like, that's actually a real pain. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. then revealed another little kind of twist of plot from season three that uh, the Fillmore Graves zombies... Um, they uh, they don't really dig Liv's look. They think that she's uh, she probably should blend in more. Um, and mm. The whole white hair is not uh, not blending in. And then Diane said something about there being a new wig for Liv this season. So I don't know if it means oh. a new permanent wig or uh, something she tries on for a while. I have no idea. Or if she tries, or if she looks like a normie, yeah, like she did in that other episode. That, that episode where she looked like Rose McIver. Yeah. That was weird. Oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. <laughs> uh, Rose said that she listens to David Bowie while planning, preparing to play Liv. Um, and the last thing uh, was a little bit of a, a talk about uh, female characters. Rob Thomas said that the struggle between writing complex female characters and uh, and writing good villainesses is... Like, he said there was a struggle between, you know, like basically talking about Vivian Stahl. Uh, Stahl. Vivian Stahl? Um, Diane says that she likes to write women like people and uh, that it's important to write a variety of female characters. Don't think hard about making them all things to all people. And Rose says, uh, embracing who you are is the goal. So, and they kind of ended on that and, uh, that was it for the panel, which, uh, I'm sure at this point you could probably stream on YouTube, but, uh, if you wanted to hear it from the horse's ass's mouth, that, um, thank you for listening to me. <laughs> Uh, anything else, Steph, you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, we've, nope. Yeah, we've got plans. Uh, I mean, we, I'm, I'm glad to come back and talk a little bit about iZombie. Um, but there isn't much to talk about during this, uh, this long hiatus, or like I like to call it, the hellatus. Um, but we are thinking about, uh, doing a little fun show. Um, do you think we should announce it now, Steph, or you want to leave us open (laughs) to more things? Well, I mean, I just think we need to just choose a couple of little fun things to watch and talk about over the next couple of months. Yeah. Nothing too immediate because we're right now, if you want to listen to us, if you are interested in our voices at all, uh, we do have a a podcast that comes out uh, once every couple of months. It's called Redemption Cast. We talk about the uh, the series Angel with a couple of friends um, who haven't seen Angel. Uh, but something we've been actually working on during the hell is uh, a podcast called We Don't Want to Wait. 
And it's a podcast where we watch Dawson's Creek. And we watch like four episodes of Dawson's Creek and it's a week. Or a week? Yeah, a week. And then uh, we talk about them and try to keep it under an hour. And uh, we kind of got started with that because you had seen a random season five episode and uh, was like, what happened to this show? And I just mm-hmm. it and I was intrigued because Rob Thomas had started off uh, with Dawson's Creek. So um, if you're interested, folks. Uh, checking that out It's called We Don't Want to Wait It's searchable on uh, iTunes Using that name uh, I haven't really made it able to come up By just typing in Dawson's Creek So um, it's fun We talk about it If you're a fan, check it out um, But other than that uh, We were just kind of like doing We enjoyed the binge watch format And uh, we're thinking I, I, I was thinking that uh, We could probably do another series um, and I, I placed a, a, a strict, uh, restriction on this to announce this if something happens. So, um, the show is called Hellcats and, uh, the restriction was if Ali Machaka gets promoted to a series regular, uh, we will have to binge watch Hellcats between seasons. And, uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to check out Hellcats, um. It's available on the CW seed. We probably won't be starting it until like the end of the year. Um, like we're not we're not actually finishing Dawson's Creek till mid mid September, so probably not until after that. Maybe November, sometime around there. But we'll probably watch season one of Hellcats, uh, which starred Ali Machaka, um, four four or five episodes at a time a week, and uh, you can binge with us, and then um, we're probably going to, what, we're going to watch that episode of Dimension 404 with Robert Buckley, and what, the entirety of One Tree Hill before a zombie starts? I'm just kidding. All right, let's just plan on those two things. And if there anything else, if there's anything else that comes up, anything, any sort of news or anything like that, you know, we'll be back to talk about it. But uh, please stay subscribed. Give us a give us a review on iTunes. Tell your friends about us that, and tell your friends especially about the show. People need to watch the show. That way, we can just keep talking about it. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I'm, I'm, I think I'm done babbling. So, <laughs> yeah, we did it. <laughs> All right. See you guys probably uh, in the fall unless something hugely eventful happens. Uh, Bye. Bye. The iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. That means you can share it all you like as long as you link back to us. But please do not change it or sell it or trade it for brains unless you're going to give us some. Our podcast logo is designed by D. Sheehan. You can find her work at behance.net slash Deanna Sheehan. Thank you for listening to our show. Obligatory contact information in three, two, one, go. You can follow me on Twitter at Steph Smith. You can follow me as well at L. Robinero. If you like what we do, check out our other podcast about the Joss Whedon show, Angel Redemption Cast. Find us at redemptioncast.blogspot.com. I also have a third podcast all about the Marvel Netflix television series. The Defenders Podcast. Find that at DefendersPod.com. Like us on our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash iZombiePodcast. Join our Facebook discussion group, Facebook.com slash groups slash iZombiePodcast. You can find those links and more on our home on the web, iZombiePodcast.com. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Use those delicious cerebellums and make sure you leave it on the correct feed. We are the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. And we're out. Brand Appetit!